Welcome everybody to the Real Freedom Podcast, where we talk about building wealth and gaining time and financial freedom through different opportunities in real estate. And today, I think it, uh, we have our first repeat guest in our podcast history. We're a little under 100 episodes. And so we're so excited to have Jess Lenavelle come back and talk with us about what she's working on, which is her new book called More Money, Less Hustle. And it's out now, just came out a couple of weeks ago. And so if you haven't checked it out yet, if you go to Amazon, you'll see it's got a five-star review. And as of right now, it's listed as the number one bestseller in real estate sales. And so for those that don't know Jess, she founded the Listings Lab and is working on coaching real estate agents to grow their business to seven figures. Um, so if you're a real estate agent right now and your business is not seven figures, that's where Jess is at, is helping coach you to get from five to six to seven figures and has grown her own team to multi-seven-figure business. And you recently moved to the Bahamas, being able to practice what you preach and uh, you know have that time and, and financial freedom to do what you want, when you want, how you want to do it. So uh, we're so excited to have you back on the show and give us an update and to continue our conversation. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back. Why don't we just go ahead and, and kind of start with the obvious here, your book. You know, we had a really good conversation when you're on just talking about things that real estate agents should be doing and aren't doing, things that maybe they mm -hmm. haven't thought about mm -hmm. doing and could be doing. And, and I'm sure that's really kind of the, the, the main drive for your book is, you know, putting a message out there. I had read that you wanted to write this book because it's a message of people that it, it's not out there and you wanted to make sure that that message is out there. And so share a little bit about kind of the why behind the book and, and how it got started. Yeah, I was never that person who was excited about writing a book. <laughs> It was not like everyone's got these like vision boards that they're going to write a book one day. And that was not me. I had pretty much no desire at all to write a book. But the more that I started talking to people and coaching people and, you know, looking at the books and looking at the resources that are out there, the more that I realized that I kind of had to. Mm -hmm. um, this book was I dictated the whole thing. So it was originally literally just like a, it wasn't like a systematized sit down, write out like a series of, of chapters. I just spoke from the heart. I got out what I felt really needed to get out. Um, the premise behind it is I think that there is far too much messaging out there that teaches the hustle and the grind and that crushing it mentality that leads to a lot of burnout. And I mm -hmm. think we have, um, a generation of extremely unhappy, tired agents and frustrated, stuck, whatever you want to call it. And I think a lot of it just comes down to some fundamental issues of what's been taught for so long. So I flipped the script and I wrote this book on, you know, more money, less hustle, how to leverage properly, how to really become that seven figure agent with freedom. And I think that that's really what differentiates what we do overall in the industry from what so many other people do. It's a focus on that seven figure number, not from an ego standpoint, not from a dollar figure in your bank account. It's because that number, if used properly, and if the business is set up properly behind it, can lead to a very happy life. 
a life that is full of freedom. And, you know, the main three reasons why people get into real estate in the first place, which is unlimited income, being able to control or set your own schedule, like the freedom piece and being able to help people. And most agents never actually reach that trifecta because they become the bottlenecks in their business. And it was really important to me to put a message out there that showed people that it is 100% possible. And almost anybody can have that if they just approach the business differently than unfortunately we've been taught for you know, decades and decades. And so that's really what the foundation for the book really was. I start the book with a chapter that we call the spaghetti incident, which is, you know, my own story of when I realized that my business was set up incorrectly originally. Every single mistake in the book I've made too and rectified it. And so a lot of it, a lot of what is in the book is told not only through you know, methodologies and through, you know, concepts, but also through personal story, because I have been that burnt out agent. The first time I hit seven figures, I did it alone with no team and no leverage, no automation and really no help. Mm -hmm. And um, my phone would ring and I would hand my phone to my husband as I cried because it was too much. I was burnt out. I was exhausted. I had no life outside my business and it was not only affecting myself and my own, my own mental health, it was affecting my marriage. It was affecting my like family and my relationships. And it honestly was a bit of a disaster. And I had, so I had this egocentric ability to say I was a seven figure agent with absolutely none of the joy that should have been associated with it. Right. So this is really like, this book is for, everyone keeps asking me, who's this book for? This book is not only for agents who are at six figures going to seven figures. This book is for every agent out there because the people who are already quote unquote successful or who have a certain level of business under their belt, it's for them to rejig things so that they can actually have the happy, healthy seven figure with freedom lifestyle. But it's also for those newer agents who don't have to make the mistakes that all of us have made. That yep. they don't have to burn out. They don't have to struggle. They don't have to go through the pain that so many of us have gone through. And so really, it's kind of for everybody. And I wrote it specifically that way so that it doesn't really matter what level of agent you're at. You're It's, it's the blueprint. And when I wrote the book, obviously, I can't put absolutely everything in a book. No one would ever read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So... What we did is on the back end of the book, we actually created a course that is free that goes along with the book called the Seven Figure Starter Kit. And there are trainings for every single pillar in the book. So every chapter or every every overall pillar or concept in the book also has a a training that goes along with it. So it's like the what and then the how. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is quite unique. And I wanted to make sure that anybody who reads the book or buys the book is getting like the ultimate value out of it and that they can really see a different path forward than what they thought things had to look like. And I think a lot of times, like just kind of going back to what you're saying about who who this book applies for, you know, so many times in real estate, they talk about the hockey stick growth, right? And there's a lot of agents where it's like, you're going, you're going, you're going, and then all of a sudden it takes off. The reality is there's so many agents out there too, where it 
it looks like this really awkward looking line graph where it's you've got ups and downs and plateaus and you're still figuring things out. And so one of the one of the seven pillars you talk about is mindset. And mm-hmm. for those agents that are struggling, it's being able to take a step back and think through things and really put together a plan and challenge how you think about your time, challenge how you think about spending your money, you know, those types of things to get to where you want to go. And so, yeah, yeah, even if you're, if you're not at six figures yet, or you're just really struggling and trying to figure out is real estate right for me? What? um, Yeah. What is really, what is this crazy real estate world? Right. Right. And, and I think what so many people don't see and, and, and big reason why I wanted to start this podcast is to highlight people that have had success and can share about the struggles that they've had, because yeah, we could look up and say, Oh, Jess, you know, she's living in the Bahamas. She's making seven figures and she's got all this wisdom and knowledge. And they just gloss over all the hard work that you had to go through to get there, all the pain that you had to go through, all the struggles. And we want to empathize with those people and say, that's real. That's tough. But Mm -hmm. if you take some time and think about these things in a strategic way, you can compress the timeframes and do it faster or easier or more streamlined than somebody else doesn't mean you don't have to yep. still work hard. Um, but, but I think that's where m- mindset is really key. Absolutely. And, and I think that the way that I look at my role in the industry now is that it, yes, it's to compress time, but it's also to stop people from making the same mistakes over and over again, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I made those mistakes because nobody was telling me that they were mistakes Everyone out there was, you know, the raw, raw, like no pain, no gain. Like it it was just this, this constant, like, you know, you know, show up and struggle and, and, and do the things and, and be tough. And I think that that's probably one of the most dangerous messages that we have in the industry, Mm -hmm. because that's actually, it's not sustainable. And if you build your business based on hustle and motivation, as soon as you stop the hustle or you become unmotivated, which let's be honest, human beings are not motivated every single day Mm -hmm. and you have no leverage, no systems, no automation. You don't have that, like the basis of a real business to hold up the foundation of the house, then things crumble. And it's, it's really unfortunate because I've seen so many agents skyrocket to the top and then they disappear. And they disappear because they've done it, quote unquote, the wrong way, and they're burnt out. And they don't have the ability to take six months of a vacation or, you know, do those things. And so I talk to so many agents who have who say to me, I've been really successful. I don't want to go back there. I'm happy doing you know, 15, 20 deals a year, because I know what, I know what it looked like to do 150 deals a year. And I don't, I don't want that life. But the truth is, is that you don't have to, you can do 150 deals a year. Yeah. You can have both. And I think that the trade-off happens all the time because people don't have a book like this. That's why I wrote it was so that people could see that, Getting stuck in that two hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollar range is actually one of the most painful parts of the business, because everything is still on your shoulders. Until you scale a little further, 
you can have the seven figure income, the seven figure profits, which to some people listening to this right now is people are going to think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for someone else. And I used to think that too, Mm -hmm. right? Growing up, we have this family joke that growing up, my mom always used to say, this girl is going to have to marry well. Because she has expensive taste, even as a child, she has expensive taste. And like, they didn't see me as that entrepreneurial person. They were mm-hmm. like, I, we don't know what we're going to do with her. Like, what, what is Jess going to turn into? But it just really goes to show that I'm not special. And the things that are in this book and the things that I teach are there for everybody. And seven figures, eight figures. I'm going to a mastermind this week with that you it, like eight and nine figure entrepreneurs. And every single person there is a totally normal person. There's nothing that makes them crazy exceptional. They're mm-hmm. very good at highlighting their strengths and they get help with everything else that they're bad at. And it's the same thing with me. There is absolutely no way that I would have the business that I have today and I'd be living in the Bahamas if it wasn't for my team. Right. And It comes down to if I had tried to build this business off my own back, using only my time, my energy, my bandwidth, my, you know, all of those things, there's absolutely no way that we would be where we are. So it really, the pillars that we dig into in this book are, we call them pillars for a reason. They are literally the foundations of the house that are going to allow you to build up. And without them, it makes it very hard. And you're kind of building a house of cards. Now, okay, so we, we talked a little bit about mindset. I know you you love talking about marketing. So just for, for folks that, um, and we'll cover mm-hmm. the rest of them too, but I think that's the one that um, sticks out too. So what, what can you say for somebody that hasn't heard you before, hasn't gotten the book yet? And they're like, okay, just tell me about marketing. What do I need to know? What am I doing wrong? <clears throat> Or I should say, what do I need to so do mar- right <laughs> instead of what am I doing? Yeah, right? so so marketing is one of the pillars that I talk about in the book. I love marketing. I think that it's fantastic. I think that most agents are really bad marketers. And like it's just because it's not something that we're taught. We're taught how to be a real estate agent. We're not taught how to be a marketer. Yep. But marketing creates or provides the lifeblood for the business. If yep. you don't have clients and you don't have essentially an ongoing, consistent way of generating clients in an automated way, um, you're always going to be hustling and grinding and struggling, and you're always going to ride the roller coaster, which is why I love I love the marketing pillar so much. Um, marketing is human psychology, and it's not creating as many billboards as possible. It's not using your social media like a billboard or running ads with your business card it's that that's not marketing marketing is truly understanding what's in the back of your ideal client's head and being able to reflect that back to them and then provide a solution and so it really comes down to doing the market research understanding the messaging getting to a point where you can step into your ideal client's shoes and then like you're it's basically like you can jump ship and the more that you understand the messaging and the more it's not, it, it it's the fundamentals of marketing that most agents are missing. It's not the actual, like the tactics people all the time will, will, will message me and be like, can you teach me reels? I'm like, sure, I can teach you reels, but I can't teach you anything that's going to work until we understand the pains, problems, fears, and desires of the people that you want to attract. 
right? Yep. It's not about the it's not about the platform and it's not about the real and it's not about it's not about the, the tactics, it's about the strategy. Yep. You could you could be really good at making reels, um, the concept of them, but if your messaging is terrible, then it's not gonna land, right? Hundred percent, and and I think that that's really the issue that I get all the time. People will say to me, I, "I've tried Facebook ads; they don't work." And my answer to that is, "That's so interesting because Nike runs Facebook ads. You, are you telling me that uh, that Facebook ads don't work, and Nike's just running a whole bunch of Facebook ads that don't work? Of mm-hmm. course they work. Of course they work, and they work when they're when they're worked properly." And it they work when you're, you know, when the strategy is right. Yep. Throwing up throwing up an ad or boosting a post here or there, there is going to waste your money. And I think so many agents throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and they hope that it sticks. And then when not a lot sticks, then they get all stressed out that they don't that it doesn't work. But it really comes down to the strategy. So so it really just comes down to making sure that the strategy, the foundations for your marketing, just like the foundations for your business, the foundations for everything, they're solid. And you're not, you're, you're, you're approaching this as a seasoned marketer and not just as an agent trying to run a couple ads. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes too, you, you, you run an ad or you, you do something marketing related, you don't see the results and you give up. And then what happens is if you would have just kept doing yeah. it a little bit longer, <laughs> you might have seen that fruit from it. And so I, I know, I mean, gosh, six, seven, eight years ago, um, I was talking with an agent that had run some postcards to a specific targeted audience and they did it for yeah. five months. They gave up. And then like two months later, they started to see some response to those postcards. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I just gave up too soon. It was a good message. It just yeah. takes a little longer well, and- than I thought. It will exactly. And I think that, you know, the way that we have to look at marketing too, is that everything's feedback. People are like, oh, it failed. No, Mm -hmm. it only failed because you stopped. Right. And, and the feedback that we get, and then we iterate from the feedback. Okay. That didn't work. Great. Now we know that this didn't work very well. Let's now like try this. And it comes down to just like, that's what business is. Business is a game and a puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's finding and iterating and 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 figuring out what does work. And the beautiful thing I love about mentoring and coaching and books and 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 being able to put this information out there is that I get to do all I get to make the mistakes. I get to fail and iterate so yep. that so many other people don't have to. We talked about mindset, we talked about marketing a little bit. Tell me a little bit more just because you had already touched on it, you know, building a team. So team hiring and leadership, that's another yeah. one of those concepts. Yeah. Talk yeah. a little bit about the importance of that, because I know a lot of times you hear about the the solo agent and they're just, you know, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to go after it. I can't trust anybody. You know, I, I can't take yeah. time. To no, build one, no systems. one can do I it as well as I can. Right. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that a little bit. What's important for, for the listener to know? So. I think that it's really important to understand that no matter how great you think that you are, you have weaknesses and there are things that you're really good at. I like to call that your zone of genius, which is like the things that you're really good at and you really love doing. And imagine you could spend all your time on the thousand dollar an hour plus tasks that you absolutely love to do that give you energy and that you're really good at. Mm -hmm. How awesome would your days be as opposed to 
right? Yeah. <laughs> and so that really becomes like the, the goal or, or like the, the direction that we want to go in. Everything else that isn't, that is below, below your pay grade gets eliminated, automated, or outsourced. Mm-hmm. And that's not my, that, that, that's from Tim Ferriss. He's absolutely brilliant. If you haven't read the four hour work week, you should, even though no agent is going to work only four hours, but the concept behind it and the way that he structures or goes through the tasks in a business is brilliant. And so we want to look at what can be eliminated first, like what's redundant, what can be automated, meaning like there's so many agents out there that are paying someone a full-time salary to do a handful of things that a piece of software could do for 500 bucks a year. And not only is it time inefficient, but it's also incredibly, you know, financially inefficient. So when we when we when we look at things as like a whole bunch of like a clock, right? Your team, your automation, your systems, everything is this clock. And mm-hmm. when everything works well together, then the clock runs and it runs without someone having to manually put in all of this effort to turn this wheel that is exhausting and leads to burnout. So when we look at it that way, it just comes down to getting all of the pieces in the right place, getting all the right people in the right seats, doing the thing that is their zone of genius, right? Like I have a COO in my company. Her name's Ashley. She is absolutely brilliant at what she does. But if I gave her a job to do that was like, I don't know, like to like code something for the back end end of our website, granted, Ashley could probably figure it out, Yep. but that's not her zone of genius. And that would be draining for her. It would take her longer than someone else. And it would, it would slow the momentum of what we're trying to build and speed always wins. And that's something that I love to teach because so often we allow ourselves to get caught up in the perfectionism or the, you know, being afraid to launch. And what we tell people all the time is you have to launch to learn, get it out there, see what happens, get the feedback and then iterate it. And if there's one thing that you get from me, it would be that. Now, from a team standpoint, though, it's really, it comes down to don't hire what you don't need. And so what we really like to do is look at the tasks, like do a task audit or an energy audit. I provide it in the seven-figure kit in the book. You do an energy audit that, that essentially breaks down absolutely everything in your business and your personal life because we're trying to free up as much time as possible. And usually what I, I mean, I can tell somebody how much they're making based on their calendar or Mm -hmm. based on their energy audit, because I can say, okay, you're spending half of your day every day on $10 an hour tasks. If we took these $10 an hour tasks off your plate and replaced them with $1,000 an hour tasks, this is how much more money that you, you would make. It's, it's literally just, it's a puzzle and it's math. And so often when we get caught up in this, why would I pay someone $30 to do this thing when I can just do it? Well, you'd pay someone $30 so that you can make an extra $970, mm-hmm. like in, in, in the value of that hour. And that's really what kind of changes the game when it comes to automation and, and team. 
because that is going to get you the most bang for your buck. And we do the same thing, every single person on our team, energy audits. And if there's something that is below their pay grade that or below their expertise level that they're doing, it gets outsourced or it gets automated because mm-hmm. I want every person on the team to be as efficient and effective as possible and using their hours, which is the biggest resource we have. I don't care how much something costs. If it's, it's yep. going to save me time, it's worth it. Yep. Right. I can make more money. I cannot create more time. And so it really just all kind of wraps around to say, you know, so many people will spend time to save money and it's backwards, especially if you want to grow quickly. Okay. So, so then too, you know, just the other topics that we haven't, you know, quite specifically touched on. So we have clients and signature systems, sales, operations, and vision. Is there any one of those that you want to maybe just pick on for a couple minutes here and chat about? Yeah, I think, I think that the most important foundation is the vision part. Um, And I think it's the part that most people don't spend the time on. I want to know where you want to be five years from now so that we can reverse engineer it. So many programs and so many people out there are building for the sake of building without Mm -hmm. a specific, a specific idea of exactly what they're building towards. And then what ends up happening is five years from now, you wake up and you're like, this isn't what I wanted. Yep. And it's because that intentionality wasn't there and it like the the dream wasn't reverse engineered. Yep. And you know, people will say to me all the time, "Oh my gosh, you are like living my dream." And I'm like, "Well, this was my dream too." And I just, you know, had it, knew exactly what it looked like and then reverse engineered it, and every single decision I made and every single step I took was in this direction. And if you if you use energy in one direction, it's far more effective than just you know throwing a bunch of spaghetti at the wall all over the place and and you know you know I'm focusing here and focusing there. I think there's just way too much shiny object syndrome in the business, yep. and we get distracted so easily that when you have your vision really nailed down, you're you constantly know is this a yes or is this a no? Does this, does this get me closer to to my vision or is this a distraction? And it makes every decision super easy. Yeah. I was just at a, at a real estate investing conference a couple of weeks ago and they, they kind of started by taking a poll of, um, you know, who, who here feels like you're at where you want to be and who doesn't. And and I would say maybe 95% of the room didn't raise their hand as far as where they are, where they, you know, where they're at is where they want to be. Yeah. And the guy simply said, he said, yeah. you know, it's, it's because you don't really know what you want and you're not focusing on it yeah. every day. And I, and, and it's That's so funny, number, like sometimes those 100%. simple messages just hit you and you're like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I when at, at my listings lab live event in March of 2020, I got on stage and I, I didn't introduce myself. I didn't say anything. I just said, okay, so there's a lot of you in this room right now. How many of you believe that you were put in this in this world to sell real estate? That it is your mission in life. That it is it is your calling. Nobody put their two people out of like hundreds of people put their hand up. And I said, "See, look around. Why are you spending ninety percent of your time selling real estate? Why aren't you building something that allows you a path out of production so that mm-hmm. so that real estate is the vehicle?" for the life that you want, not the other way around. Yep. And I think that that really hit home because people were like, oh my gosh, my priorities are are messed up. 
I'm yep. missing my kids' baseball games and I'm missing, you know, my yoga class that I love to go to, or I'm missing date night with my husband or wife because I'm, I haven't built the type of business that allows me what I got into business for in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that, and well, and I, a, a perfect example for that for me per- personally is, um, you know, we had recently done a, a home renovation um, for a, a, an investment property and we didn't plan things out well. We kind of got sucked into more stuff than we did. And it's, I spent more time nights and weekends away from my family. Well, what's the point of me doing this to be able to spend more time with my, <laughs> with my wife and my family? And here I am spending less time with my wife and my family to do these things. And you just realize that, yeah, that goes back to needing to, pl- to plan and proactively think about yeah. what do I want and what am I willing to give up for? Well, here I gave up time yeah. with, my, with my kids and my wife, and it didn't really serve a p- purpose for me. And I, I wake up and I think, what the heck am mm. I doing here? So exactly what you're talking about, it, it makes a lot of sense. And, and you don't always realize it until you're in it. And so doing an audit you know, something periodically to just take a step back and say, Hey, how am I doing here is, is really helpful. I can you, say, you, I can say the right thing. That doesn't necessarily mean I always do the right thing. And so it's, you know, also just doing a, a check of making sure that the audio matches the visual, because <laughs> I can conceptually tell you yeah. what I, sh- what I should be doing. That doesn't mean that I'm always doing it that way. Anything else that you want to share? I mean, we, we just had a short conversation here. I mean, we could chat for hours about this stuff. Mm. You got a chance to move to the Bahamas. So tell people what's it been like being able to do something like it's been this. Amazing. Like you said, people, people that say you're doing what I want to be doing. Well, you've been able to do that now by going to the Bahamas. I, th- I really think that that being here has just sort of solidified that I've been on the right path. And, you know, my husband and I were talking the other night and we were like, okay, like we need to get really clear on the vision for now that we're here, we need to get really clear on, on like, what's the vision moving forward. And we do that stuff together because, mm-hmm. you know, imagine if my vision and his vision went in com- two completely different ways, we'd be in trouble. Right. Yep. So it really comes down to what, what are, what is the vision? What is the next vision of what, uh, of what we want our lives to look like our days to look like, how do we want to be spending our time and you know, what's, and how, how is the business going to serve the most people, create the most transformation, but also serve that vision. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think that so many people martyr themselves on the altar of their business. And that's not what the business is for. The business is to create change and positive outcomes for the people that you serve, but also for yourself. And so, you know, getting like for us, like this, this piece of the vision is real and we're so grateful and so happy. And we wake up every day. I wake up every day and I get a coffee and I walk outside and I look at the ocean and I can go to, I can go down to the beach and I can, you know, it's, I'm looking at palm trees and like, to me, like that was it. That was what I, that I always wanted. And I always dreamed of. And it's here. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it, 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 this is what made everything worth it. And I think so often what happens is people don't ever get that 
they don't get that this is why I've done all of this because the vision piece is missing or the direction and we're not reverse engineering the dream. We're just kind of spraying and praying. Going back to wanting to follow people that are in a spot where you want to be is really important. And you've Mm -hmm. been able to do that. So many people would love to say, Hey, I'd love to make all this money and to live in the Bahamas. Um, but, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it just feels like a pipe dream where you're somebody that's doing it because yeah. you've put this, this plan together. So if you want to have more money and have less hustle and live in the Bahamas and do what <laughs> Jess is doing, then take the time to read the book and follow the steps. You know, I think a lot of times too, people read a book and it's to check off a box of, oh, my goal is to read 50 books this year. Yep. More money, less hustle. Check. Now I'm going to move on to the next one. But what if you just took this exactly. book and just it, what if this was the only book you read this year and you actually implemented every step of the book? Do you think you'd be in a better Thank spot you. versus reading 49 <laughs> more books just to read 49 more books? I agree. I agree entirely. And I think that that is there's this overconsumption of information and no action. And yep. that is really going to swapping that and doing exactly what you just said, take, whether it's my book or whether it's another book, take the information, actually take action on it. And it will, that your life, your life will change in a positive direction, no matter what, mm-hmm. there's no way that it won't. And I, I mean, the, the book came out on the 17th of May and I've already had people who have messaged me saying, I've read this book three times. And I, I have a million notes and that's how this book is intended to be read. It's not intended to be a, like a page turner that you read once. And then, you know, you tell people, oh, I once read this awesome book by Jess Linovell. It's meant to be essentially like a, like a Bible or like a blueprint for the life that you want. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing just a few pieces of wisdom. I've done a lot of podcasts you deliver so much meat, so much like actual tangible (laughs) good stuff that people, I mean, I have pages of notes and I, you know, there's a lot of episodes I do where I don't take notes or I just write a couple things down, but like, you're just reinforcing things that I need to keep teaching myself, things that I need to be talking to my team about. And so I can confidently say that I'm going to get the book and start reading it because thank you. Um, because it's 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 tangible and yeah, I would rather read one book and just hammer and spend my time working on those things to get what I want. And yes, like I said, so many people want to be where you are; they're just not willing to take the time and maybe live the mundane of getting it right. And so it's a short period of time for an eternity of gain. Right. Yeah. And and so I say that all the time. It's going to get a little hairy for a short period of time, but I promise you it's worth it. Well, where can folks uh, pick up your book and uh, also learn more too about the listings lab? Um, yep. It's available right now on ebook and also in paperback. I have, I'm going to Croatia tomorrow. And when I get back, I'm recording the audiobook. So, yep. Um, but yeah, it'll, uh, Amazon's probably your, your easiest bet. It's also available on Barnes and Noble online. Um, and that's all that I know so far. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jess, for coming on. Thank you for just, just being a wealth of information. And I highly encourage people just spend the time, do the work. 
implement the stuff that you're teaching because more than any other book out there, I'm sure this this is it's it's worthwhile. It's it's worth doing. If you want to be in the Bahamas, if you want to be looking at palm trees all day, <laughs> and, and in, also impacting a lot of people, this book is, is going to be great. So thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it.